the parasha starts with the story of Avram. Avram told Sodom that if the Mitzrim see you, she should say, Achoisihi. Laman yitavli bavurech. Rebbe asks a question, which the Mechorshim asks over here. How is it possible that Avram should tell Sodom to put herself in a sakana in order, Laman yitavli bavurech, that he should have a toivagashmis coming out of that? So the Mepharshim explained that this really wasn't a sakana. Avram was sure that Sarah would not have any sakana through this. But the question remains. It seems a little bit odd that Avram's uh, matara here, Avram's goal here is lamanita vliba vurech. I mean, that's what he's looking for. So the Zayar seems to ask or be bothered by the same question. And the Zaira starts off, is it possible that Avram was, was asking his wife to go down in order to get a taiva from that? That's what the Zaira asks. And the Zaira continues and says that it wasn't the schus of Avram that would save Sarah, but the schus of Sarah herself is actually the schus that Avram knew is going to save her and the Zayar concludes and says, and therefore, because he was so sure she wouldn't have any negative consequences coming to her, therefore he sent her there. And obviously the question remains, if, if, if you're sending Sara Lamanita Vliba Vurech, so let's say you're sure she wouldn't get hurt from that, but this original question of What's going on in the story, which seems to be the question of the Zayar, remains. And the whole signet of the Zayar over here, schus of her, schus of him, seems to deviate from the main question. So therefore, the Rebbe explains as follows. This question of Avram sending Sada, and it seems like he's getting money through it, that's actually not a question. And that's not, that's not the question that's asked over here in the Zayar. There's a different question asked in the Zayar. Because the Zayar understands what happened with Avram. And this is what the story of Avram is. Avram had a baracha from the Eivishter that he's going to become rich. Avram is not about his own story. Avram walking and talking is basically talking the Eivishter's story. The Eivishter gave him a He's going to have moment. One of the brachas that he had. And so Avram was thinking, anything that happens to me is Ashkach It's part of my story. It's part of how the Ebesh's brachas come to me. So the moment he came to Mitzrayim, he didn't think about Mitzrayim. What Mitzrayim is Tepes Malkim. He, he thought, can the Ebesh's bracha come through this moment? And at that moment he came, and he came up to, with, with an idea, hey, he can, he can, he can have the strategy of, of having Sarah say, and maybe through that the Ebesh's bracha is going to come. That was his keli. So for Avram, having wasn't in any way a personal quest of money. It was part of his sinking with the Ebishtas Barachas and the Ebishtas Matar. Avram knew that there's Birudim in Mitzrayim. And that was his way of reaching Pari. You put it in these, in these Oasis. He knew he had to get the Pari. He had to get the Rechush of Pari redeemed. He had to liberate Pari's palace. 
So he, as soon as the story was developing, he's like, oh, maybe I have an opportunity. And that's how, and that's how he, he found the Kaili to do it through having the Sada say, But the question the Zoyer had is different. The question the Zoyer had is, how is it possible that the mission of Avram, the Baruch of Avram, should come through a Yerid of Sada? How is it possible that this objective of Avram should come at the expense of Sarah having a Yerida? That's the question of the Zayar. And the Zayar answers, Sarah did not have a Yerida. It was Bishusadilah. She also had an Aliyah through the story. Because when Sarah went down to base Paray, Sarah herself had an aliyah, and therefore Avram also had an aliyah. So this wasn't at the expense of Sarah. To put it in the in the words of Chassidus, when the neshama comes down to the goof, the goof also has an aliyah. It's not just an aliyah for the neshama; it's a aliyah also for the goof. Now the story has a context. So what do we learn so far? We learned that Avram is not walking and talking for his own money. But it's all for the brach of the Yibishter. And we also realize that this is also the brach of Sar. But then the Rebbe adds another point. We find in the story that Sarah had to say, Achoisihi. So the Rebbe is medayik that Sarah saying Achoisihi wasn't just a detail of the story. This is an integral part of the story that tells us how Sarah is able to achieve her aliyah, and how Avram is able to achieve his aliyah. To put this in the words of the Yeridus Neshama Laguf, there's something the goof has to say, there's something the goof has to do in order for the goof to achieve its aliyah. It's possible like this. Al-Derech we find v'negea chachmen bina. A person can come up with a good thought. It's a, it's a, a lightning idea that comes in this head. Chachmen. The moment you develop the thought, the development of the thought, Bina, is not only developing the existing thought. It pushes you and forces you to come up with new ideas that were previously not lit up in your head. But the Bina has in it not only Hisrach Busachachma, but it has the mucker of Chachma in it. It has the ability to draw down deeper lights, if you wish, that were previously not lit up in your head. In, in, in any hashba of, of, of Mashpia and Mechabal. The Mashpia gives to the Mechabal, but the Mechabal has in it a, a source of itself. Once the Mechabal is lit up, if you wish, once the Mechabal is accepting, the Mechabal also has the ability to contribute. It gives. But the Diuk is that the Mechabal has to want to be Mechabal. The Mechabal has to be in a tenua, in an attitude, in a mode of saying, I am a Mechabal. Bina has to be totally given over to the Chachma. It has to develop the Chachma. And then it will bring out the treasures it has in it. The goof has to be totally given over to the neshama and say, I am the neshama's agent. I'm accepting the neshama. And then you will find the treasures that the goof 
has the ability to conquer in this world, to bring new alakus in new places. Says the Rebbe, when Abram told Sodah, Abram is the Neshama, Sodah is the Guf, it's Abram telling the Guf, Guf, you have to say you're tied to the Neshama, Choysi is the Neshama. You have to say, express your dvekas to the Neshama. Only then will you succeed when you go on base Parai. Only then will you succeed in bringing the Rechush of Parai and redeeming it. But you have to be able to say those words. Say, so there's two stages. There's a stage of the Guf saying, Achoysihi, which is resembling the dvekas of the Guf to the Matara and the Oir of the Neshama. Then the goof can go out and be koivish chelke ba'olam. This is a very powerful hayron of Beit Hashem. A businessman, the Rebbe spells this out in the end of the sicha. A businessman, usually we say that there's a time in the day, in the beginning of the day, when a person has a base medrash, a base aknesis, but afterwards you go out to the work and you do the avoid of the goof. No, 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 no. The goof has to constantly have a dvekas that it wants to have the air in the shama to the extent that it might even steal some time from the business and say, oh, I want, I want a chapsa learning there. At least there should be a tnuah like that. There should be a feeling like that. That kind of goof is successful in its job. The goof has to always have a tnuah of dvekas to the mashpia, to the neshama. That kind of goof is successful. He actually brings a story from the Zayar. That Rav Abba and Rav Lazar, Rav Lazar is, is shows and Chachma, Rav Abba shows and Bina. So Rav Lazar, they were walking together. They were usually Tairasim Nasim. They usually were in a place of Tair and they're walking together. Shows and the Yerida. So they go. Well, in other words, it's like it's like going down to Mitzrayim. What happens? The first thing is Rav Abba, Rav, Rav Abba says to Rav Lazar, "Tell me something from the pasuk." In other words, the, there has to be a a a tenua of the Mekabel saying, "Oir, please shine to me." That's the same thing like Avram telling Sarah, Sarah, you have to say, Oyer, shine to me. Tell me. You, the, the, the person who's a businessman has to say before he goes out to work, and while he's working, I'm really tied down to my Oyer, to who I really want to be, which is the Oyer Neshama, which is the Oyer So the Hedo over here is, from the Sikha, that in the story of Avram and Sarah, there really is a whole different story. Number one, Avram wasn't looking for the Chush. Avram was looking for his Matara Bo'elam. And he realized by Ashkach Pratis that's where it's going to be. So that's where so that, that's what he thought. This is his tabat. This is his keli to bring the matara of, of, of the virurim or of the rechush. But it's all the Ibishtis brachas that he was looking to bring. But this pratim of the story goes like this. Avram told Sarah, it's your avoid to go on base pare. But imri no Always remember you are an agent of the choisi. You are a choisi. Imri Don't call yourself goof. Call yourself a choisi. Call yourself neshama. When we go out into the world, we're not gufim. We're neshamas. Eved Avram And when there is that kind of depth of, of recognition in the guf, it's under a guf. And that guf is koibesh chalki ba'ilam and is pale yeshuis bekeravalt.